<laughs> we made it, Joe. Joe. Oh. We made it. Oh, my goodness. It took some time to get here <sighs> in these podcast streets. Um, scheduling. Off. <laughs> Equipment. Off. Time. Uh, off. The struggle that people don't show you. On. <laughs> <laughs> But welcome to the first episode of Not Your Girlfriend. Okay, we're gonna come up with like an actual theme song. Yeah. One day. You um, have to listen to me. But I was getting into it. I was committed. I was gonna you I have was to gonna jump in. You have to. You're my like co-host, co-host, boss, boss, boss. I kinda want it to be like a little like detective vibe, like da da I'm not your broke friend. Okay, that's not. I was gonna be like sister from New like Louisiana came in like uh, New Orleans, but I was like, I feel like that's what people expect. Okay, you're right. That's what people expect from us. Sorry, Kobe. Even my mic frowned at that. My mic was like, no. Sorry, Kobe. Little Nate. Little Nate. Okay, don't worry about it. We're just gonna figure it out in these um, pussy. Okay, I quit. Quick. So anywho, thank you guys for coming. We're gonna figure out this whole theme song eventually because she turned down my triangle ideas. So moving forward. If you were not here, if you were here, thank you to all the people that came out to watch us on Instagram Live. We, we love the love. Thank you for supporting us. And for those Ooh. that don't know, yeah, this podcast is called Not Your Pro Print. I don't know why. Like why like why am I? Because I, I get I get a little hyped up. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> you know, not as not me. Let me tell you what being broke means to me. Okay. Okay. So I feel like what being broke means is that, you know, you're not able to do anything that you want to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You're down and out, you know, kind of like the media moves down on my luck back against the all right but you know what i mean like you there's nothing going on for you you're not bringing in any income you can't pay your bills essentially being broke is that Mm -hmm. and i'm not your broke friend i mean i'm also not the richest friend or the you know just influencer and getting money and showing off wearing nice clothes not doing any of that but you like i'm still i still believe that i'm living my best life I feel that. So, like, what do you think? Okay, so not your broke friend. And I, for me, it's like, there has been times people didn't invite me to things because they were like, oh, I knew you may not have had it. You don't know. You don't know. You could have, like, <laughs> you could have asked. You know, you didn't have to look at me and be like, I know she ain't have it, so I'm not going to even ask her to go on a vacation. I still like to be asked. Mm-hmm. So, no, don't look at me as your broke friend. Also, I had a broke phase, like when I didn't have no job, no money to put in my car, so I just stayed at home phase. Had that phase. That's broke when I couldn't do anything. But then I had to change my perspective on what does broke really mean and realize there are things I can do for free that are still fun. Mm -hmm. And so broke is a mindset at that point. It's not my pocket. It's not what's in my account. It really is a mindset. And once you start changing your mindset on like what you define as broke, your options are limitless. Like I started doing things, like the park is still free. Girl, what? And it's so funny because as teenagers, we really used to spend 
hours sitting down at, at the mall. At, at, for no reason, get dropped no up reason. at the mall. Don't know nobody, not waiting on nobody, just sitting there eating, a, sharing a plate of Chinese food. <laughs> And just sitting there and talking. And, and that, that was, was enough. Time. Right. Like, the mall is still free. Going to the park is still free. Going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Outside. Because, you know, some gym's not free. But, uh... <laughs> but Utilizing just, the parks around us. Yeah, and stuff and just, like that. And doing things within the community are still free. Now, I know people are like, that's not luxury. That's not luxurious. But, like, have you noticed people always argue about... Oh, no one listens anymore. People are so attached to material things, but yet you don't want to do the things that are non-material. Right. Change perspective on what broke is. And, you know, at the end of the day, though, once you, like I said, once you change that perspective, it fits your life. Mm-hmm. Because if, if your perspective is broke, I don't have any money to do anything, then you're most likely not going to do anything. Right, and I mean, like you said, it's a it's a mindset. So, if I have five dollars in my pocket, the the average person would think like, okay, you're gonna attribute that to mm-hmm. something, some sort of responsibility. Like you can't have fun with that, and it's like you only have five dollars in your pocket. But you know, the easiest thing to bring it back to college. There were times where we really had oh, to make that money. happen. Like, I don't know how I made five dollars stretch for two weeks. Then again, I did not have a car, but I made a stretch. But instead of spending so much money on gas, get you a bike. I see what you're saying there. Like, there's ways. I see, you know, yeah, there's, there's other ways to get through life. There's other ways basically. to get through life, and just because. Of the fact that you can't go, you feel like you can't go to a certain place or do a certain thing. There's always alternatives to to where you can still feel like your life is equally as enriched because it's really all about making those memories. And I think, and I think that's the part right there because that was a moment when I went through my broke phase. Um, I was like, I can't have fun with my friends. I can't do what my friends are doing. Then I realized conversation is free. If your friends want to go eat out, but you don't have money to eat, <clears throat> I can still go. But I have realized it made other people feel uncomfortable when I was eating. But at the end of the day, really? people get really uncomfortable if you're not partaking in what they're doing. Good or bad, positive or negative, people mm-hmm. get uncomfortable. So my group of friends, they felt uncomfortable because I wasn't eating. And they felt like either I, like, either they felt like I didn't have the money or... Or yeah, or, or just like something like I didn't have the money or they didn't want me to feel left out. And I was like, I'm finally at peace with my wallet. Maybe today I just didn't want to spend money at a restaurant. <laughs> my wallet is giving me <laughs> not bread. <laughs> it's giving me bread. <laughs> so like, my friends know if I say friendship, I'm pulling up for friendship. Mm. Meaning I'm not eating today. <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not bowling. I'm not partaking in skating. I'm here for the friendship being had here. I'm here for the conversation. So when we laugh back at it two weeks from now, I was there. You know what's going on. I know what's going on. But did I partake in the financial part of this function? No. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Your people are comfort. 
Accountability? Is that the word? My poor mic. <laughs> you didn't tighten it. You didn't tighten it. <laughs> Hopefully that works. But this is what you're going to get here at this podcast. Because at the end of the day, what I think, what I, Terry and I are not financial advisors. Let's make that clear. For real. Because we're not. We didn't sit here and be like, we have all these financial goals and financial plans and we made it and now we need to share this with the world. No. Because sometimes I don't have financial plans at all. I feel like I'm the person that makes too many financial plans. And that's where the being broke mindset tends to like attack me. Because I feel like, oh, I have all of my, like, I'm a budgeting queen. Like, if anybody knows me, they know, like, I'm a stickler with money. Like, I have everything going here. I have things going there. And I make things do. But I do it to a point to where I don't leave anything. I don't leave much for myself. When you say that, what do you mean by that? Like, if I have, like, for example, like, I'm working towards, like, saving up to, like, get our house and stuff like that. And so my uh, sorority sisters, they've asked me before, like, they're like, oh yeah, like we have to plan a trip. And I'm just like, hold up because of down payments though. And so it's like, instead of attributing like all of my funds towards those savings, I can put a little bit off to the side for myself. Like, how is that gonna hurt me? So treat yourself as a problem. That's my problem. Not my problem. <laughs> I mean, I treat myself in like other ways, which I guess like I can't really like not talk about that side because I mean, to me, I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, look, I can afford to be able to eat out when I want to eat out and eat anything I want. Like, I no longer have to be like, oh, I don't have McDonald's money. Like, no. <laughs> Got McDonald's for the beer. If I want sushi, I'm going to go get my sushi, no matter what's going on. <laughs> like, so treating yourself is not the problem. It's where your values lie. Where my values lie, yes. So, and so it makes me feel like, I don't know, it's like the food thing is like automatic for me. And so everything else is just on the wayside. And so I mm-hmm. feel like I can't afford to do anything else. Mm-hmm. When honestly, if I just <coughs> like, myself. I dropped my lunch. Oh. <laughs> That's important. Gosh. But like if I if I just adjust things and figure that out, then I should be able to put my money where I want it to go. Like I definitely think most people like me are probably just missing a balance. And it doesn't have to be like my example specifically, but I think that's often where it lies. Like obviously most of your money is going somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so you feel like the other things are kind of left out. The things that you actually want to be able to do. I mean, and we can get into like budgeting a little bit deeper in another podcast episode that you should watch. Stay connected with us and stay tuned. But budgeting, you know, one of the biggest things that people always talk about is you got to take out the frivolous things that you can put money towards the important things. But if those things make you happy, that is not a frivolous thing. For example, my hair makes me happy. I color it. It will be successfully colored by my <laughs> hairstylist once a month. <laughs> it will get colored. It will get styled. It is important to me. Mm-hmm. Getting my nails done is not as important. Mm-hmm. I still do press-ons. I love them. Nobody noticed. And I was like, who did your nails? Me. 
<laughs> I did them. But it, that's not important enough for me. As of right now, I love getting my nails done. That is a luxury to me that I want to be able to move forward to, to do it as much as I do my hair. But it's not as much as my hair. So getting my hair done makes me happy. So I put it in my budget. Getting my nails done does not make me as happy. So I take it out of my budget. So it's adjusting on those things that makes us happy and then seeing where we can put our money towards. So if food and making sure that you always have enough money to get whatever you want when you want, don't take that out of your budget and don't cut money out of that unless you feel like it's okay and feasible. Uh-huh. And maybe that means putting other money aside for that. That's taking money out of maybe shopping or taking money out of as much as you put into the house or as much as you do other things. So that's a jet that's adding into that. Cause I mean, I can understand how you know, you feel like you don't have money to do other things. But at the end of the day, your money is going right. somewhere. And I'm not your broker. Never that. Okay. No, because I can't do things. Just go take me some more time to do things. <laughs> like if you want to go on a yacht, it's going to take me some time <laughs> to oh, do man. things. So I think, I think now is a good time more than anything kind of give our listeners like a little background on exactly like what we do because I know that a lot of like the financial podcasts that I've listened to Mm -hmm. are from people that have already made it in whatever industry that they're in and we don't really hear often from millennials like us who are still working nine to five we're on the road to making it we're on the road you know like just a little bit but uh, we definitely have a long ways to go, um, and I definitely think we should share with them like a little bit of, you know, just about us. Give them a little background. You okay. go first. You go first. Sometimes. Yeah, and uh, I guess our financial experiences, cool. Or just like our relationships with money. Yeah, that'd be cool. So I work in nonprofit, and I am a community developer. So the official title: Community Relations Coordinator for Mid City Redevelopment Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, yes, I work in the community. I work with many neighborhoods and uh, businesses and local local businesses and communities to create the quality of life that they want from <clears throat> creating events within their neighborhoods to uplifting projects, impactful projects like gardening, house renovations, and different things of that nature that really increases the quality of life for people within those communities. And on my other day job, I started my own business called The Symphony Effect, where we curate luxury experiences to support people in creating the lifestyle that they desire. And we do that intrinsically through my book that's coming out as Life Coach, Um, also through my blog as well. And then extrinsically through event designs such as balloon installations, you know, balloon arches, balloon garlands, um, anything pretty much with balloons and also luxury rooms. So decorating rooms for engagements, uh, after the wedding experiences, bridal showers, uh, bachelorette parties, uh, the before the wedding for the bride, decorating that space as well. So I do that all through the symphony effect. And my experience with money has been really up and down through college, didn't have much worked in retail, like Mm -hmm. many of them. Yeah. After college, got my first like high-paying job, but I didn't know how to manage money, so I blew it every time. 
Y'all, that's where I got all my heels from in that season. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got new clothes in that season. I was getting money. Then I got fired. Oh. <laughs> so then I went broke. <laughs> that's, see, that's real right there. Definitely went broke after that. Uh, and then through, I've been, you know, I've been fired a couple times. So uh, learn those experiences. So understanding, like, saving money mm. through those experiences. I had to learn how to budget and through those experiences and depression. That's where I learned that broke, being broke isn't, like, physically money. It's yeah. really a mindset in how you choose to live your life. So currently in this stage of my life right now, going, like, understanding a budget, understanding how to create goals for myself and understanding how to allocate money in different parts of my life and then for future me too. Understanding how to save money for future things mm-hmm. that I want to do. So yeah, that is my life. And that's <laughs> it. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, okay, so a little bit about me. Um, She's a Leo but- <laughs> Tara Flakes, born a Leo, August 17th, you already know, but um, no, seriously. Um, I am a senior account manager, um, also working as a director of public relations for a um, local advertising agency uh, right here in Acadiana. Um, uh, on a day-to-day basis, you can catch me doing a lot of different things. <laughs> I am juggling. And outside of my nine to five, I also do this with Symphony. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> That's how you supposed to say that. Hey, oh, hey, girl. But, um, and then outside of that, I, I'm also a small business owner. Um, 42 Brand Street, LLC, Side note. But, um. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, and so with 42 Brand Street, um, I, what I do is, is that I leverage, uh, entry to mid-level professionals. I leverage their, uh, strengths and, um, their desires. And we pretty much figure out exactly where they want to be in their career fields. So whether that's, I assist them with their, uh, social media presence, where I kind of audit their LinkedIn profiles to better cater those things, uh, to employers who are searching for job candidates. Um, as well as offering resume writing and uh, online resume templates, cover letters, stationery, so things of that nature. So oh, that's just a little spiel about that. <laughs> love the name. I always did love your name. Thanks. You know, it's a play off <laughs> the movie. I love it. Jump Street. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I definitely think it's going to change. But I, need, I wanted to get something out there. And that's also playing along the line of that broke mind frame. Because it took me so long to just decide on an aesthetic of like which aesthetic I wanted to go with in the name. And I I wasted money. Yeah. I wasted money trying to figure out where I wanted to go. And then I realized that it wasn't it wasn't the money issue. It wasn't like me not knowing what to do. I think it was pretty much the fact of like Oh, if I really start this, I'm gonna have to follow through on that. Like if I if I really do this, I'm gonna have to follow through on that because in my mindset, it wasn't like a oh, I don't wanna sit here and waste money. Nah, nah, nah. 
I really had to get off my butt. Yeah. And get out that <clears throat> friend mind frame as like, oh, I can't do anything. I don't have the capital to start a business. I don't have this. I don't have mm-hmm. that. No. Like I I I you can you can make a mountain out of a molehill. You can you can take a nugget and make a happy meal with it. You can do whatever you want. You can literally put your mind to something. And once I realized that, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna start it. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start it. And I think that also used to come from like my journey of becoming financially independent as I was younger. Mm-hmm. Because when I was young and I started working for myself, I always had to make sure that I was keeping my toes, like I was all my toes with my money. Because my parents, especially my dad, like he did not play that. He was like, okay, like you got your check, like you make sure everything is correct, you make sure all your hours are right and stuff like that. Because like what I didn't realize is that people can mess that up. Mm-hmm. And if you don't notice that, <clears throat> it's not gonna be fixed. Yeah. Like you can literally lose out on money and it's not hurting anybody but yourself. Yeah. And so it's like little things like that that just taught me to just trust in myself and to just take the leap. Because like, honestly, any job, most of my job history, and it took me a while to realize this because of how blessed I was, I was never really put in difficult positions. And any job that I had quit, I already had another job lined Mm -hmm. up for me. So like I never had a I never knock on wood. Blessing. <laughs> knock on wood. I Blessing. girl, I, I, I was I'm blessed <clears throat> enough to not have to experience a gap in my work history and I was never really put in a position to where like I purely hated where I worked. And if I did then I just left at that time. Like I was just like, All right, this is done, I'm gone. Uh, I worked at a job for a year and made it all of it. <laughs> I was hoping every day I was going to get fired. I was like so much so I got in an argument with one of my coworkers and I was hoping she was gonna to go to our advisor. They got supervisor to like report me mm-hmm. and I was gonna walk into work that I had to prepare. I was gonna walk into work the next day. I was gonna be calling to the office. I'm like, you know what? They quit. Like I was ready. And you know what she did? She decided to be an adult and forget about it. Tough. I was upset. It's like today, you want to be a good adult and like welcome me back in? <sighs> Still upset with her because she's a great woman. And her husband's a great baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let us know if you guys have ever experienced. <laughs> let us know if you ever experienced a gap. And being fired. <laughs> let us know that you ever worked a job that you just hated. Like, cause God did not let me quit. God really had me sit there for a year. But it's okay. That was one of the first jobs in a long time I got to design. <laughs> I was like, y'all, I quit. Respectfully. Mm. I quit respectfully. Mm, that two weeks. <laughs> they, and they threw me a going away party. That's nice. I still go back and busy. <laughs> but um, yeah, let us know that. Have you ever been fired, had a gap year, been blessed to like, experience <laughs> these things? Because <laughs> I can't relate. Mm. can't relate. Oh, and also let us know what being broke means to you. I mean, one of the, thing, well, one of the things that we're definitely going to be doing in a majority of our episodes is talking about our previous job experience 
And we definitely want to hear from you guys. And we hope that you guys share your stories with us as well. Yeah, because at the end of the day, we can only... We can only do so much research, right? Mm -hmm. You can only speak so much on your behalf. But if we don't hear from the people around us, then what like what information are we really sharing? Because, you know, I learn from other people. Mm -hmm. I receive information from other people. And then how can I say, like, I do this podcast? How can we say we do this podcast when I'm listening to others? Mm -hmm. Especially going through this journey of being a business owner. No one said it was going to be easy. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Child, it really stretches your broke mindset. Like I know I said broke is a mindset, but um, when you physically see it, you're like, is this still a mindset anymore? <laughs> because I can physically see my account in the negatives. Yeah, and that's what <laughs> we're not trying to do anymore. Hence why we're here. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. I guess we're we're pretty much need to wrap up. Yes, but we need to shout out some small businesses before we. How go. could I forget? All right, all right. You go first. You got yours. I do. Okay. So my my lovely my lovely friend here, love her. Her she has her own. Do like did not. Do you feel like COVID brought out all the business like mindset? People? Absolutely, absolutely. Like yes. Through COVID, I didn't Not see me, though, but absolutely. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. I watched so much that. Continue. Continue. No one needs to know about my bad uh, pandemic habits, which I'll share later on in another episode. In the in the panini spread? Yes, girl. The Panera bread was just cutting up. <laughs> so in the middle of the paragraph, I feel like <laughs> so many business people came out the world works. But um, my, my friend, Atiana Cardova, she has a business called Coco Petals. And I, I can drop the link whenever we upload this video mm -hmm. with Knox. But um, she had custom made press on nails. And y'all, when I tell you they stay, they stay. Like I bought me some, they, they nice. Like he was asking me where I got my nails done. Nice. And she can make them, like, she's a beautiful, like, amazing artist. So she definitely, like her designs are very well done. Um, I definitely encourage you to look at them. And they're actually affordable as well. So you definitely would not be upset by getting them. They don't break easily, they don't chip, they fit well, they fit snug. Definitely look into her, press on those. And she has other businesses as well. So once you go there, you're just gonna go into a whirlwind of her other businesses. So just <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, so the business that I want to highlight is my friend Dee. Um, she launched Aroma Bin. I don't know if any of you guys listening may have heard of that, but if not, please go check her out. We'll also include a link to her. Um, she offers handcrafted candles. Oh, they smell so good. She makes them from scratch. Yes, like she has like this little she shed um, on her property. Yes, and her content looks amazing. Shout out to Aroma Bin once again. Um, her stuff is really great. It lasts a really long time, and she she writes like personalized thank you notes. To People sleep on how important that is. Right. Now, hey, she looks like she may be getting bigger, and I don't know if she can keep all that up later on down the line. But as of right now, <laughs> it's perfect. No, like, I love that. I, I was in customer service for, like, over 10 years. Mm -hmm. And I understand how important those simple touches are. 
even if she gets bigger, finding a way to still give a simple touch must. Because I ordered something from Etsy and they were like, thank you for your order or something like that and it was handwritten. Like, Girl, I love when I order from Etsy and they give me coupons. Yes. It has nothing to do with <laughs> I know. No, but it's like, thank you. Well, no, Here's 10% off on your next order. No, but I and I'm just like, what? Thanks. Yeah, it's like stuff you, did, it's stuff you didn't expect, right? I didn't expect that, So it's, it's brand on brand. But no, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to look her up because I, I like it. Fire. I like them. It's a great gift if anybody's watching and want to like shoot us gifts too early. Too early asking for gifts. If you want to send us a gift, you can send us a gift at notyourbrokefriend at gmail.com. Not your broke friend. I hope I gave y'all the right email address. <laughs> <laughs> if not, it's going to be in the description. You can find it on our YouTube page. Um. Hopefully through the, um, the banter, the jokes, the unnecessary singing. That All of these are going to continue to happen. Facts. Um, but hopefully through that, you got some nuggets. Um, <laughs> because it's going to continue to happen. Should we close out with my, my song? Go ahead. Not your girlfriend. We're signing out. We're signing out of this podcast. Shoot it.